This is a presentation of the Pitch Podcast Network. KC Top 5 is brought to you by Worlds of Fun. Worlds of Fun is now accepting applications for all positions, including ride operators, lifeguards, cashiers, cooks, and bartenders. All positions come with competitive pay, paid training, and best of all, free admission. Leadership positions are available. Working at Worlds of Fun means you will receive worlds of friends, worlds of flexibility, and worlds of experience. Literally, it's worlds of fun. Get a head start now on your worlds of opportunity. Apply at worldsoffun.jobs or text FUN to 97211. That's FUN, F-U-N, to 97211. Hello there. My name is Patrick Moore, and this is KC Top 5, a Kansas City listicle podcast where we make top five lists about Kansas City. On today's show, we have two returning guests I'm very excited about. We have Sari Lowenstein, local photographer and Kansas City influencer, and David Keith, the host of Taco the Town, the podcast where it's all about tacos in Kansas City. And Sari was actually a guest on that last week. We talk about that a little bit on the show, but when you're done listening to this, be sure to go check that out. They give out all their info at the end of the episode, and it's also all in the bio of this podcast episode on Apple and Spotify and wherever you're listening. That having been said, let's get on with the show. This is KC Top 5 Places You Take Out of Town Guests with Sari Lowenstein and David Keith. Let's get to it. You both came up with this topic like independently, which was very cool. Amazing. Great minds think alike. 100%. And Sari's going to be on my show next week, so. Oh, very dope. Where are you guys going? Or we've been talking We've been talking for a long time about setting up Wild. an episode, and it's finally happening next week. I know. Hell yeah. Very excited. Yeah, oh, we're going to go to that going? Tacos Cacao on Warnell. It, okay, oh. so is that how it's pronounced? Because yeah. it's spelled cacao, but I'm like, is it supposed to be Taco Caco? Every day I drive by it on my way to work, <laughs> and it's the <laughs> first question that pops into my mind, like every day. Well, you know what I learned today is that it's um, an offshoot of Cacao, the restaurant down off of, uh, oh. yeah, it's their food truck, which I always kind of thought. Uh, that makes, um, sense. I was that like, makes sense. Yeah. So that's their food truck. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Super. Yeah. Um, never a bad day to eat tacos. That's never, never a bad thing to do. <laughs> I just, I just had some right now. Terry, do you want to start us off with your number five for your top five favorite place? You're taking someone from out of town. I didn't even think of a less clucky way to say that title, but yeah, you know. <laughs> It is what it is. Um, yeah. So my number five is the Nelson. Um, I chose the Nelson just because I know even if you're not like a museum or art person, I just feel like the Nelson is so unique to Kansas City. They always have really cool exhibits going on. And even if even if you're not an art person, there's they do like movies in the garden. You can do like a picnic. I have definitely had out of town guests where I've like picked up food on the plaza and then go eat in um going to eat like at the by like the shuttlecocks it's obviously very kansas city very picturesque instagrammy whatever but um it's a definitely a place i always take take someone and you can i don't know you can do it in an hour you can do it in five hours you can kind of make it what you want so it's always a place that i take someone who especially if someone's never been to Kansas City before. It's a great, great pick. That is on my list, but I'm going to wait and surprise you with where that is on my <laughs> list. I but like yes, that. the Nelson. 
the Nelson is always in in the top five for sure of places to go. Yeah, it was one I was gonna put on my list, but like I was hoping that at least one of you would pick it. I figured that would probably happen, so um, this makes me happy. <laughs> oh, you're drinking a Rattler? Yes. Hell yeah. Good for you. Uh, Dave, yeah, man, let's go to you, man. What's your number five? Uh, look, so mine is, uh, my number five is take them out to eat. So I'm just going <laughs> to encompass all my food into one category. Yeah. So take them out to barbecue, take them to Gates, let them get yelled at, give them the Gates experience, take them to Arthur Bryant's, take them to Q39, you know, take them to your favorite barbecue spot, take them to LC's. Or take them on a taco tour. Go down to Southwest Boulevard. Hit all the taco spots on Southwest Boulevard. Go to KCK. Do the KCK Taco Trail. And then you got to take them to the peanut and have them try the peanut wings. Because that's that's something a lot of people ask for. They go, I've heard about these peanut wings. What are those about? So you got to take them down to the peanut. So, yeah, take take your guests out to eat wherever you wherever they want to go, wherever you want to take them. Um, that's amazing. And that ties in. I don't know if I have, I have the green screen, if we can see it. Nope, not at all. Peanut <laughs> yeah. is my number five. Oh, cool. Oh, amazing. Yeah, that's, uh, for sure a place I take people. It's usually like a first day thing. It's a great place to grab lunch. Obviously you can grab dinner. They're, they're everywhere too. Like I forget how many peanuts mm-hmm. there actually are. There seem to be like at least 100 in over one park. But yeah, they're blowing up. They're blowing up. Recently. Which is cool. It's very consistent among all of them. It's all always really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wings. Obviously, I recommend and taking him to the original one on the, on the uh, South Plaza. Yeah, absolutely. That's that on Main. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Green Door. That one's, yeah, that's the best. That one has like the whole dive bar feel too. Like I have a lot of friends that live in Mission. So I go to the one that's kind of off Johnson Drive a bunch. But that one kind of has more like a family bar vibe. And it's it's like, it's fucking huge inside too. There's at least yeah, like, massive. TVs. Um, but yeah, and it's always really good and a great place to hang out. And the staff there is always like, I've never had a bad experience at the peanut. Yeah, I think uh, a couple of years ago, we had some visitors from Minnesota and, and we took them immediately to the peanut on like a Saturday morning. First thing, people waiting outside in a line to get in. So um, it was a good experience. We got them really, really full of, of peanut wings and the uh, the big old club sandwich that they have. So, yeah, that, that's the move. Yeah, I was talking about that with someone, how it would be ideal if they had like a wing and BLT like combo. Like instead of like fries for a side, you could just do like <laughs> half a BLT and like three wings. That's what it is, the BLT, and it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, that's a great idea. And they also have tacos on the menu at at the Peanut. Um, they're not very famous because everyone gets the wings or the BLT, but yeah. they do have tacos if you want tacos at the Peanut. So I've had them there. They're like pretty good, and their their burger is like pretty good too. Surprisingly, I don't think there's one thing on the menu there that isn't good. Obviously, the wings and the BLT are number one, but I feel like they do everything right there. And like you said, all locations, I've never had a bad experience at any location I've been to. Yeah, no, they're all really good. I, yeah, I do think the original location, uh, yeah, on the South Plaza might be better. I think maybe that's just because the fryer has more stuff in it and maybe it's just like more seasoned. Because <laughs> like the way right. you can taste a little bit better there. But other than that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's consistently good everywhere. But yeah, so that worked out then. That was my number five. So Sari, let's go to you for your number four pick. Yeah, my number four is Town Topic. Uh, so I chose Town Topic just because, again, I feel like it's just like a staple in Kansas City and just a- a- any time of day you go. Obviously, a lot of people go and they're drunk. It is amazing sober as well. 
I feel like it's just, again, one of those places that it's a bit of an experience, especially at night when it's really crowded. Right now with COVID, they don't let people inside. So everyone just crowds on the corner. You're trying to figure out who's in line, who's ordered, who's just hanging out there. It's a whole experience and something I feel like people who don't live here should should experience for themselves. So yeah, Town Topic is a definite must have if I have someone uh, come to visit, so. I agree. Yeah. After we recorded that burger episode, I went to town topic. Yeah. Like the next day, I think. And yeah, I had to wait, I think for like 10 minutes outside the window, but like, yeah, 100% totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Everything there is good. Their shakes are good. Grilled cheese. They, their patty melts really good. Obviously their, their burgers just, it's a great diner, diner feel the people who work there. I mean, you can just always tell when you go to a place and there's, um, like the regulars, like people who walk in and say, hey, to, you know, the person behind the grill, the person who's taking your order and just like know what they want. So I definitely accept that it's, it's a must, must go to on my list. Absolutely. And yeah, and like a place you can like get pie anytime is like always a good thing too. <laughs> oh, do they have pie there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've never had the pie. Well, I mean, that's like if you really want to do it up, but like it's, 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 it's great. If you want to get fancy with it. Yeah, if you want to go to the hospital. <laughs> uh, Dave, let's go to you for your number four pick, sir. My number four is take them to a Royals or a Chiefs game, um, especially if the team is doing good. It's kind of depressing if the team's doing bad, which we don't really have that problem with the Chiefs. But uh, but Royals games are always fun. In, in, the, in the summertime, even if the Royals are losing, which, you know, during my existence, they have been losing more than winning. But um, hey, they're they're winning right now. So get out to the K, bring your visiting friends to a Royals game. I mean, it's always a good time at the ballpark. You know, you, you can't you can't mess up fun at the good old ballpark. Isn't that the old saying that they say on the radio? I think so. Yeah. OK, uh, something like that. But uh, but yeah, take them to a Royals or Chiefs game. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And like even, you know, it doesn't matter the time of year. I mean, you know, Chiefs games like I've been when it's snowing and like that kind of sucks, but there's something fun about that, too. As long as you have cardboard, though, you're good. If you know to bring cardboard to stay on Dawn, those games are so much easier to get through. That's it's a like, that, that's what, yeah, I feel like this is what you have to do. You have to order something online, so you get a package in the mail, and then save the package, and that's what you bring. So yeah, I've, I've been to more. Cardboard. I didn't know about this. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah been it to more... totally saves your feet. It does. I went to the uh, Colts game. It was at 94 and we had cardboard and uh, in feet warmers in, and it still didn't save, save my toes. So um, I've been to more freezing Chiefs games than nice weather Chiefs games. So yeah, you got to have the, the cardboard, you know, you got to get it ready. And, and if you're using a sign, you can use your sign. If you have like a wacky sign that you're holding up, you can use that to stand on later in the game. Yeah. Multi-purpose. Yeah. Dual yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. That's a good tip. That really is a good tip. I had no idea about this. So uh, next time I go and it's freezing, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing boxes with me. And uh, not that there's, you know, a positive to COVID, but I did have a buddy go to a Royals game recently. And he's just like, man, I've never seen the K that clean before. <laughs> so like that, that's a fun thing to do now too. It's really clean. So good time to go. Yeah. I got to get out there. I haven't been in the last, I guess nobody was there last year, but um, I haven't been this year yet so i gotta get out there chiefs and royals that's uh that's a great pick my number four is going to be it's basically city market but specifically like local pig pig witch 
Oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, going there for like a sandwich and a burger. It's, you know, and yeah, you get to walk around the city market too. But um, specifically, yeah, Pigwitch is just uh, a lot of dope burgers and sandwiches and kind of an alternative to barbecue too. Like it's kind of in the same vein, but like, you know, you like you can get barbecue there. Like I think they have that the brisket kind of burger, which is really cool. They're like, I think there's like a pulled pork or there's always yeah. some sort of like pulled pork or pulled brisket. I think they kind of rotate it out there, but. Um, so yeah, just a, another way to get some some meat into your visitors. So that would that would be my number four. Now, do you go in the morning when the market's still hopping, or do you go later in the day? Do you go at night? What's your favorite city market experience? Yeah, I guess I, I like to go kind of in the morning, like uh, yeah, around eleven usually. Maybe pick up some produce. Pick up some produce. Couple maybe lettuce heads. Maybe store. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hop on the streetcar. That's a cool, definitely a cool destination. If if you have friends in town and they've never been, it's cool just to hop on the streetcar and go to the, the city market on like a morning or even at night and go to like grab a piece of pizza at a Lazarone or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, I miss when they used to have concerts down there. That was always very, very cool to see those down there. But um, yeah, city market. That's basically my pick. Uh, for my number four. So Siri, let's go to you for your next one. Nice. Okay, so my number three is going to be my like bougie pick um so i'm choosing extra virgin or farina so michael smith being the chef at both of those restaurants um you know he's a um james beard awarded chef so just something like their menus are very different but they're just so good and like just to have that one night where you can get dressed up get nice and fancy have a some overpriced cocktails whatever you want they're, the food there's just really good and i feel like barbecue is of course great to Kansas City and it's what it's known for obviously but I feel like there's so many other amazing restaurants and such a diverse um you know amount of like the kind of food that's here and so I I want to pick both of those just because like I said they're really different and um they're just always really good great service and I always like to have one night of being a little over the top so <laughs> those, that's my pick yeah that's a really good pick and extra virgin like i mean if you want to you could go there and not spend a lot of money it's it's more fun if you do but yeah. you could even get <laughs> just a couple small plates and it's not like crazy expensive right right and like yeah the menu i mean like they're both of those places are really good about having like obviously the staples on the menu but sort of change things seasonally kind of you know know what to do with food obviously and make the best of it. So yeah, I just, like I said, wanted to pick something to, I always want to dazzle my guests with Kansas city, especially if they're coming from like New York, Chicago, some bigger cities. So I always take on the personal like journey to make sure that my friends know that like Kansas city has an amazing food scene here. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's why I chose those. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure you put on yourself, but it's, yes, I'm, it is. <laughs> but I'm glad you're fighting the good fight for KC. Yeah, I mean, someone's got to do it. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've taken on the challenge personally, and that's that's what I plan to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, yeah, I mean, especially for Rena, there aren't a ton of places where, I mean, you know, you're getting like handmade pasta and you're watching him kind of make it. And yeah, it's, Michael Smith is uh, really good at what he does, it turns out. Have you had the duck tacos <laughs> at Extra Virgin yet? yes are they good very good I need to check those out very good they're because duck is hard duck can really go like one or two ways and I don't 
ordered duck very often, I think for that reason, but uh, yeah, they are, they are really good. I, I could order the entire menu of extra virgin and probably still try to fit room for more because it's just so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even just the grilled bread and ricotta, it's easy to just keep eating that. <laughs> Uh, just endless amounts. I could do that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, great picks. Uh, so then, Dave, let's go to you for your number three. My number three is a combo. It's uh, the Union Station Liberty Memorial Overlook area. So that's one of the first places I usually take a guest is that Liberty Memorial World War One Museum Overlook, looking over the Union Station, and then we head down to the Union Station to, to walk through Union Station. I just love Union Station. It's one of my favorite places in town. Um, and uh, I think it's a beautiful building and I just wish there was more to do inside Union Station um, but uh, like I don't know I guess there's stuff to do there but um, I don't know I kind of I kind of just wish that there was a, a, you know like more I don't know it just needs something not like a water slide or something but uh, 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 or or something else I don't know but uh, I, lo- I love that building it's a beautiful building and um, always always take my guests to union station yeah i mean it's hard to go to like science city by yourself as a grown man (laughs) i know i know i mean and the laser light show i mean it's only it doesn't happen very often but they they always kick um, me out of that there's an optical illusion like i don't want to say museum because or exhibit it's really small but that's been there i think for a couple of years and it's it's fun to do with you know another person but yeah, Union Station, like they have great exhibits, but like how often are you gonna go see like the dinosaurs? Or like yeah. I, I'll never forget when they had that um the human anatomy exhibit where it was like people yeah. <laughs> and like real people. And I don't know, it was I was really young when I went to that and I remember just being really freaked out. I couldn't wait to get out of that. But I was not a fan of that. Yeah, that was yeah, bad. It was a little much for me personally. Yeah. I felt like it was there for a long time too. Long time, yeah. You know what would be cool is they put like a gangster museum in in the uh, in Union Station somewhere. Something to highlight uh, Kansas City's mob, like a mob museum. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. That's a good idea. Yeah, why isn't I that? I would definitely go to that. That's a good idea. I mean, Vegas Vegas has a mob mob museum, um, but yeah, there needs to be something cool there because um, they do those mob tours. And they highlight mm-hmm. the gunshots in Union Station. Who knows if those are really the gunshots from the from the Union Station massacre, or if they're just the you know the concrete got chipped off. But um, but they do they do they should have some kind of mob museum in the in the uh, Union Station. Well, if they're listening, they should take note. <laughs> but that's yeah, that's a great pick, and yeah, that's definitely always on my list of places to take people by, even if you only drive by. I mean, it is just beautiful to look at from the outside too. It's just it's really cool. And the shot, I mean, taking a picture from the Liberty Memorial out over Kansas City is like the best, you know, postcard for the city selfie opportunity in the city. So, yeah, if you ever want to. Nelson Shuttlecocks are like the two primo Instagram like areas yep. for sure. Yep. Except you can't get too close to the Shuttlecocks or that robot voice comes on that says stay away from the Shuttlecocks or, or get, aw- get off the Shuttlecocks. I've had that happen. Let- Liberty Memorial has the same thing. If you get too close to the ledge, they def they have someone who wa- has watches for people who sit or try to stand on the Ooh, ledge. Really? They'll have someone come right away and try to get you down, especially just because obviously it's a ledge, so there's some danger with it. But yeah, I I did a photo shoot there, and I remember telling one of the girls 
that I was photographing to sit up there. And I don't even think she got a foot off the ground before someone was yelling at us. And I was like, noted, that is mental note for next time. Yeah, I've had some friends take pictures there. And uh, yeah, there was like the one, it's like, all right, this is gonna be the final shot because we might only get one chance at it here. So let's uh, let's get ready. Uh, so yeah, my number three, uh, Sari, it's gonna be one, I don't know if it was gonna be on your list or not, but we definitely talked about it on the burger episode because it's, it's Cosmo Burger. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's number three, because you can go inside the Dotsons now, which is dope. So it's like you can actually eat Cosmo Burger there. in person. Yeah. Which is uh, which is a big deal because yeah, it started out as a pop up. It was online and takeout only during the pandemic. But yeah, now you can go there and eat it in person. Do that. That's a fun thing to do in Waldo if you're not uh, you know eating tacos. Sure. And then once you're once you have Cosmo, then you're by Dodsons. You're by the Well. You're by um, Johnny Baker's. And then that new bar that just opened up, um, Social went into oh. where brick and mortar was um and my roommate lily and i've been talking about it. it's it's bumping like there was a night that the music was so loud i seriously thought city gym was doing like an evening zumba class in the parking lot and i went outside and i was so confused and i realized no it was this bar social really going at it so yeah Walt is a fun area to uh to bop around in so doesn't it have the most bars by per capita in in the city like in that square area it's like the most bars um, in kansas city probably because yeah if you think of like the well social johnny cause are all on that side of the street yeah that that wouldn't surprise me and then like bobby baker's Dodson. across the street dodson's yeah i heard that somewhere i don't know if it's true or not but could be it makes sense to me like I, I i couldn't think of another area in kc that's got like you know more bars per whatever it can maybe westport it could yeah westport who wants is actually one there? big johnny cause now right which is yeah i'm yeah i'm not gonna talk shit on johnny cause they're everywhere um <laughs> but yeah so number three that's the cosmo burger is my pick so sari let's go to you for your number two pick okay so my number two pick is specifically a royals or chiefs tailgate so obviously going to the game but i feel like the tailgate is kind of what's unique to kansas city especially given where our stadiums are located. Not many cities have them located kind of mil in the middle of nowhere in a giant parking lot. <laughs> so anytime I talk to, again, I mean, friends who live in Chicago with Cobbs or even St. Louis and Cardinals, I mean, there are gorgeous stadiums. I, I love Arrowhead and Kauffman, but I feel like tailgating and the way that Kansas City goes about tailgating is so unique to this city. And so, um, yeah, even if you just go with like a couple people, one other person, or you get a big group of people together, I feel like a tailgate is, is a must before going to, to the games. So, and you know, you can, I feel like everyone knows someone who knows someone that has like cornhole, a grill that you can put in someone's car, obviously a bunch of coolers. So it's always fun to, to get a group together and kind of make a day out of that. So yeah. I heard this really good tip that if it's cold outside, you should put your feet in cardboard. <laughs> I'll remember that for next time. Uh, even uh, even when you're tailgating, yeah. <laughs> Just build yourself a cardboard suit. <laughs> That's a great pick. And yeah, tailgating really is its own thing there. Uh, when you said we all know somebody, I thought you were going to say we all know somebody that's been arrested there. And I was like, well, of course, I definitely do. Uh, it is easy to have too much fun there. I've had friends go to the the Arrowhead or the, the Kaufman jail, if you will. Oh. Uh, which, yeah. And like uh, one of my friends was supposed to get banned from Arrowhead for life. But like, I don't know how they enforce that. I don't think they took his picture or anything. I think he's been to games since uh, since he was in high and school. 
So they're probably like, it's a part of the experience. Invite them back. Like that's what you come here for, right? I mean, everyone loves. I feel like it's a love hate relationship being around the fans who like scream, but like not in the fun way. Yeah. I was in a, I was not in, I'm not a player. I was at a Chiefs game and sat in um, the, where did we sit? In the like, why oh, can't, I'm blanking on the end zone. I was going to say the end section, in the end zone. I remember this guy in front of me, like if we were on offense, he was yelling at everyone to be quiet so that the players could hear Patrick telling them. And I was like, dude, they're on the 50 yard line. Yeah. Like they, us cheering is not going to affect the players hearing the quarterback say the play and he was like guys everyone shut the fuck up stop like are you real fans and but it was a part of the experience i'm not complaining it just was all part of the experience you know (laughs) yeah there are always people like that and yeah i mean airheads like i think the loudest stadium in the nfl so it's like yeah no people are gonna be loud here man right no one's trying to be quiet watching a football game yeah, that, that, that doesn't happen. And yeah, I mean, that happens. some people will get there and start drinking at six in the morning. And those are often the people who start yelling things. Exactly. They can't see straight. They don't know who has the ball, who's on offense, who's on defense, but it's all in good fun. Yeah, it, it happens. It's, like you said, it's part of the experience. Yeah. It's a very different experience, Royals to Chiefs. Like Chiefs, it's it's intense. Like it's loud. You're going to see some, you know, you're going to see some nudity. You're going to hear some cussing. It's it's very different. You're going to see some passed out drunk people. You're going to see some fights in the stands. But at the Royals game, it's very chill, very relaxed. Children very po- everywhere. Kids, kids <laughs> having fun eating cotton candy. Yeah. It's a totally different experience. Yeah. Both both amazing experiences. Yeah, I didn't think about how Royals games are 100% definitely more family-friendly, though. <laughs> yep. They really are. That's hilarious. Um, okay, so then, Dave, let's go to you for your number two pick, sir. Uh, my number two is, you know, I always like to take my guests to weird, dystopian areas of town. So I always like to go down to the West Bottoms and just explore. So, like, you know, maybe go to the ship, which is a great spot. Uh, maybe go to Lucky Boys, go to Weird Stuff Antiques, and just walk around the old abandoned part of the West Bottoms and just explore and see some see some weird stuff, go eat some food. There's some good restaurants down there. So I, I just am a big fan of uh, run-down parts of town like the West Bottoms, which, which is having a resurgence lately. So, uh, yeah, the West Bottoms. That's a cool book. And you're also going to take some cool pictures down there, too. Yep. There's a lot of people taking pictures down there. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you, as a photographer, I've, like, waited in line for, like, an area. And I finally was like, we can get the same alley (laughs) one block over. Like, let's just go over there. But I I love the West Bombs. Fetch is one of my all-time favorite stores in Kansas city and that's in the West bottoms. So yeah, it's an awesome pick. And the black box theaters down there. Now there's the tree hugger truck on weekends down there. Um, I need to go there. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all these new spots are popping up down there. So I love it. Okay. So then my uh, number two, I'm just going to give two and one. Cause my number two, we kind of already hinted at a little bit. My number two is Gates. Uh, that would be, if not Gates, then probably slaps, but I do think Gates is where you want to take people. Dave, like you said earlier for, for the experience for, you know, getting shouted at for the whole thing. Cause that's uh 
that's a lot of fun. And if no one's been there before and it's their first time, it is like a joy to uh, see the expression on their face when they have to uh, give their order. So do you warn your guests beforehand or do you throw them in blindly? And follow-up question, do you tell them that if they're out of something, you have to have a backup order already in mind? So how, what's your approach with your guests going to uh, Yeah, I take them in blind. I'm just like, hey, man, let's go in. <laughs> And, you know, they'll figure it out. Um, sometimes you want to give them a warning. But, yeah, I mean, especially the backup thing, like, I forget that on my own. And I consider myself a, a seasoned vet. And, uh, yeah, if, if they're out of something and you don't have a backup ready to go, like, people in line behind you are upset. Like, you disrupt the whole Gates process. I'm a nice person. I always warn them and say, hey, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> Just to have your order ready really quick, and we'll get through this together. It definitely and, is a uh, thing you need to know before you go in there. Like, there's no looking at the menu. Right. 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 Second you walk in, you got to know, because they're going to shout at you the second you walk in. You know, Gates is the only place that I I, I love that that happens at. Like, when they yell at you when you go into, uh, what's the sub place where they yell, they scream at you when you walk through the doors at Potbelly? Um, yeah. I do not enjoy that at all. <laughs> But I do love it when they yell at me at Gates. <laughs> Absolutely. Just like I'm home. This is yep. what it means to be home. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, have you guys ever gotten a red star there before on your receipt? No. I think I have, but I didn't, I forgot about it and I threw it away. Oh my God. No, because yeah, I've, I've so many times, uh, one time someone in front of me got it. I was, I was fucking pissed the rest of the day. And I think you only get $5 off or something. It's not that big a deal, but I've just like, yeah, never had it happen. So it's uh, always something I'm looking for. Um, you just have to keep going until that happens. That's it. <laughs> and they also have like good lunch specials sometimes too, where it's like not crazy huge portions actually. And you can get like a normal size sandwich with like a little side of fries for like less than 10 bucks, <laughs> which is, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's my it's gotta be my favorite barbecue spot in the city. I think it's mine too. Uh definitely my favorite burn-ins too, because it's like they're not like you know, cubes. They like they chop them up, which I think makes them a little more crispy, which uh, you know, mm -hmm. I'm into and then they sauce it up again. But that's my number two. My number one, um, I almost did farina, but I went with uh Garozo's is my number one. Um it's just my favorite restaurant in Kansas City, so I'll just keep making it my number one for all things that I do. <laughs> it's just my favorite. I, I love the chicken spadini. I love the stuffed artichoke. I like the uh, the cheesy Italian music that they're playing, all the Tony Bennett and Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin, Dim Lights. Uh, I like it all. You, you go to the Columbus Park location? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's old school. Sometimes even if you have a reservation, you have to wait um, for a minute, but it's, uh, it's always packed and it's always delicious. I have so to cool. admit, I have not been there in a really long time. I know that, Patrick, on my birthday, you told me I should go there because you get something free. Free you going on your birthday yeah yeah so i know i i that is a place i have to admit i've not been in a really long time i have a, a weird relationship with italian food and pasta so i feel like i'm kind of snobby about it and so i just didn't grow up eating pasta so i, was, I will say our stove growing up with this i don't know how excited was covered so like if it had to be made over the stove my family didn't eat it it either was in the microwave, grilled, or in the oven. So, like, pasta was not a thing I grew up eating whatsoever. And so, like, there's some places here that I love, and other places I'm like, oh, I don't know. I feel like it's Cheesecake Factory. Like, I, so, which I won't get on my high horse about Cheesecake Factory, but. <laughs> <not a thing. laughs> so. Um. 
But yeah, yeah Grozzo's is the place I've been dying to go back to. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not farina, like, yeah, it's not handmade pasta, like, it's not free-range chicken or anything, like, the, the pieces of chicken are, like, abnormally large, which is how you know yeah. it's, uh, that's how you know it's good, in my opinion, but, um, no, so, uh, yeah, it's a different kind of thing, too, and uh, it definitely is, yeah, crazy huge portions as well. Don't make plans afterwards, for sure, that's gonna be, like, the end of your night. Right. Uh, I think that's why I stopped eating there because every time I ate there, I was like, I feel terrible. I ate so much food. I have to go home and go to sleep. Yeah, it's like, I need to let down. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my number one pick. So then let's move on. Uh, Siri, your next pick. Yeah. Okay. So, my number one pick, I couldn't pick one specific place. So, just kind of the overarching idea of brewery hopping in the crossroads. So originally I was going to go with Boulevard just because I feel like it's kind of the go-to and there's nothing wrong with Boulevard new management. Everything there is, you know, getting better, but um, specifically brewery hopping in the crossroads because there's so many and all of them, their beer is just so different and, and they're closed. So it's good to walk around and to just sort of experience the crossroads. This is truly like the number one thing I try to plan whenever there's out of town guests, again, especially if they haven't been to Kansas city, just because I feel like it's a great way to show off the crossroads. Then when you're down there and you're brewery hopping, you can even go into like Mean Mule Distillery, Tomstown, and the Rieger the restaurant portion was down there. Um, and then from there, you can just kind of decide on what food you want. If you want to go fancy like Freena, if you want to go to down topic, go to parlor. I just feel like it's such a great area to be in and a great like jumping off point if it's something you want to brewery hop midday, kind of see where the night takes you. So um, yeah, it's always like the number one thing I recommend to people when they come in town. I mean, there's like, there's so many, there's brewery Imperial, amazing patio, city barrel, always changing their beers, nimble, which is kind of newer. Um, nimble is really good. Casual Animal, um, which just bought the space next door and just has like doubled in size. And the new space is really awesome. I mean, I could go on and on. There's so many breweries, but yeah, brewery hopping in the crossroads is an absolute must. So yeah, that's for sure. Uh, like the most fun you can do with a group of people. And yeah, even like you said, like uh, I I've had that happen where I've waited too long, right? Friends coming in town and they wanted to do like a boulevard tour. And then like I waited too long and you can't get the tour because it's, it's full and booked. But like you said, it's like, well, we can just go to the crossroads. Like there's enough down there that like, just because you can't take a tour of Boulevard doesn't mean that there's not like a ton of other stuff to do. Like there's a lot of other places you can drink. And at the end of the day, after a tour, don't you just want to drink the beer anyway? So why not skip the tour skip a step. and just go drink? Yeah, it's straight to the fun. Absolutely. And I didn't yeah. even think about parlor. That's, that's a great pick. That's for sure a place that I've taken people from out of town for as well. Yeah. Yeah, what are your thoughts my... on pedal taverns? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like in theory, they look really fun and they're all around Waldo. Like they're around here all the time. There's, there's always like one person on the hopper who's like so wasted, not pedaling, having the time of their life. Then there's always like four people who are taking it really seriously, probably pedaling for the rest of the group, dripping sweat. Yeah. And then there's other people who are just kind of like, what? What's going on? Oh, we should go there. Who has the alcohol? So I feel like in theory, they're really fun. But watching a lot of them, I feel like I've already experienced them and don't feel need to go on them myself. 
Yeah. <laughs> they look so fun. And then I feel like it, I just watch people on them and I can't tell. Are you just so hammered? Or are you miserable? <laughs> are you having fun? Was it worth the money? I don't know. So I've kind of decided just to steer clear personally. So yeah. they have them in the crossroads. They do, don't they? Yeah, I've seen a few. Okay. No, I feel like I really see them in Waldo mostly, but I've definitely seen a couple in the crossroads and um, yeah, mostly kind of like in the East crossroads. I feel like coming from like um, torn label and then kind of coming like more West. So away from the busier streets, probably to avoid cars trying to like run them off the road, but. So that would not be in your top five of uh, things to do with out of towners. No, not (laughs) (laughs) just me personally. I, it's yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah dave what, what is your number one that's that's not it no no uh, that's not um my number one is the nelson um i every time i think i've had people from out of town visit we've gone to the nelson since i was a little kid um i just love that place i took art classes there as a little kid and i just fell in love with it as as a little kid awesome and I love the Nelson. Yeah. It's I, 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 yeah, I used to do the art classes and I could go there every day and find a new piece of art that I love. Yeah. I just love the way it smells. It's just, I mean, it just brings back memories of being a kid walking around with my sketchbook and, uh, uh, sketching all the, the art and, uh, I mean, and then the the lawn with the, with the shuttlecocks, um, just don't get too close to them or they will arrest you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's my favorite place. One of my favorite places to take out of town guests the number one favorite place to take out of town <laughs> yeah number one's where it belongs for sure it's uh yeah it's a great place to visit i mean yeah out of towners it's yeah i mean even if you live here like we do it's like we still go there all the time too it's just uh, it's a great place to go and it's one of those places that i feel like a lot of people from out of town will come in and cannot believe that it's free i mean you have to pay for parking if you pay um park in the garage but i think it's like five dollars or something but like any person i've ever had come in town is like okay how how much is it i'm like no unless you go to this special exhibit whole museum's free and they'll ask repeatedly so wait so when do we buy the ticket no no no. this museum is free you can go in any door it's it's free that's that's what's so great about it so yeah again it's it's an absolute staple in kansas city so i totally understand it being number one i think that's pretty crazy we all took art classes there too that's uh (laughs) A very Kansas City <laughs> thing. Uh, and that's what got me into like the water lilies too when I was a kid. And now I'm super excited for that Van Gogh exhibit whenever it comes mm-hmm. out. I'm sure if I look back at my my sketchbook from those classes, it was just all pictures of Batman. So <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> I don't think I really maybe I drew the the uh the Buddha maybe a couple times and then everything else was just Batman fighting Joker. That's fantastic. Oh, did anybody have any runner up runners up? Oh yeah, I like, didn't make the list. Have, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, um well so i i feel like i need to i don't remember if i already said this explain why i like didn't choose barbecue dare i say this just because i feel like it was i didn't choose barbecue because i feel like it's an assumption sure. so i was like here are the other five things to do aside from barbecue just because of course you know whoever you're visiting is probably going to take you to wherever their favorite place is yeah. um so yeah i i was going over my list with a coworker, and he could not believe that barbecue was not in the top five and I was like it's just because I I assume you are probably going to take a guest to barbecue so these are the when you're not eating burnt ends or ribs these are the other five things that you can do while you're in town (laughs) 
totally you're right it's assumed it's if someone's coming to kansas city they're they're gonna eat barbecue hey how about you man honorable mentions i have the negro leagues museum and the american jazz museum um and also the twa museum down at the uh downtown airport have you guys been to that yeah it's pretty cool it has the constellation plane inside the hangar um and all the old twa stuff it's kind of hidden i don't think a lot of people know about it but it's really awesome um what else is on here oh None of us had the plaza on our lists. <laughs> Can I explain why? <laughs> sure. Totally. I think the plaza is right now doing a better job of getting back to having local businesses there. Mm. It probably will come as no surprise. I, I imagine none of us would probably take someone. I, there's no point in my opinion, taking an out of town guest to like a chain or something that you can find anywhere. And I just feel like the plaza has become such a like franchise hub. So like it's gorgeous, but other than Wednesdays, which is definitely a late night eat experience that drive through. Patrick knows I've had quite some experiences in that drive through uh, with with someone. Yes. Someone fell asleep in front of me at the drive-thru line that was, that was an experience, but um, I just feel like, and I think the plaza is getting better better right now like I know um new few new coffee places some new local shops but I just feel like in general it's just all like franchise and corporate businesses and to me it's kind of become a little bit of a back burner location just because I don't want to go to those places yeah I mean it's yeah it's Cheesecake Factory it's Buca de Beppo it's yeah Shake Shack all those things uh which not to say that those things are bad but yeah they're not like local to Kansas City it's everything you could find at Oak Park Mall. Right. Exactly. Or like Olathe. Yeah, oh. at Olathe. Um, yeah, and it's kind of in disarray right now since they tore down that whole section. It's just kind of a, it doesn't feel the same right now as it did, you know, five years ago. It's kind of, uh, all, there's like closed roads and stuff and the theater's out of business. It's just very, very strange down there right now. But um, Yeah, that was my go-to movie theater for sure for years. That was a great theater. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. So that, that that's sad to see. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of cool to like walk around and maybe get coffee at one of those places and look around. But it does kind of also seem to be like a little a touristy spot for when people come from like smaller towns, like in Oklahoma or Nebraska. Like this is the big city. This is Kansas City. This is the Cheesecake yeah. Factory. Well, if you're over there, I would more recommend like grabbing a cup of coffee and there's and then just going to like Loose Park or even just to like walk around like the homes around Loose Park. I mean, that's more beautiful and, you know, unique essentially to Kansas City right now, I think, than than some of the places on the plaza. And Loose Park is also gorgeous if the weather's cooperating is is a great place to take to take people as well. Almost had that on my list, uh Loose Park. Um another thing I noticed none of us had on our list, Westport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's some good stuff there. Um one late at night too like i mean like you know uh kelly's at you know two in the morning or whatever up on the patios you know it's a lot of fun but Mm. yeah i I feel like i i mean and probably most of us did this like right after graduating college and coming here i mean i lived in westport thursday friday saturday night for a year and a half and then i think i got to a point where i was like you know what i have enough memories in my back pocket of this place i don't feel like i need to gain anymore and um there are there are some decent places i heard um beer kitchen is officially coming back i know that um and with port fonda new owners there's definitely some great things there but i feel like westport still like the first thing you think of when you think of westport is still like going out and going to like harpo's 
and Kelly's and like getting really shit faced and then ending up with Joe's pizza. And I feel like we all need to like probably experience West Parlo more. I'm sure there's some great, there are some really cool like stores, antique shops um, and stuff there. But I think Westport just has the rep for like, if you're there after 1 a.m., probably not a good idea in terms of safety. And I don't know. So, so if you have an 18 to 23 year old nephew coming into town he might really like westport yeah. so just kind of get him an uber and send him to westport but you don't have to go with it exactly yeah. and then say you have to be home by 1 a.m to be yeah. one of those family members yeah. to right. that's not a place you want to be into the wee hours of the morning uh good things don't seem to happen then right uh right. i'm a big fan of mickey's hideaway though like i miss mccoy's but that's about as close as you can get to mccoy's without it actually being mccoy's like there's there's some that's more of a family friendly place too yeah that that patio is awesome i mean i I think that is definitely one of those patios that sometimes gets overlooked in like the list of patios that comes out every year by all the um, publications, but that patio is, is really nice. And I mean, same with Char Bar, you're right there if you want to go to Char Bar. So definitely things, things to do. But yeah, if I think of Westport, the first thing that comes to mind is just being really intoxicated going from like, just the, you know, the, like said, the corner of Kelly's, Harpo's, what's the other one right there? Harry's they're all you know all the first names all of those and and he's gonna make some new memories hanging out at the sun fresh yep exactly taking up my produce around like the night yeah, yeah. I love produce with some danger that's really what I'm Me after too. Unfresh is the best place to go late at night, man. You don't know what you're going to witness. <laughs> Before we get out of here, let's give you guys the floor to let people know what you got going on. When this comes out, I think that your uh, Taco of the Town episode with Sari should be out. So, Dave, what do you have going on? Where can people find you? Uh, I'm at uh, Taco the Town KC on Instagram and Twitter and um, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Taco the Town KC. We're a taco review podcast where we review Kansas City taco joints once a week. And Sari has uh, listened to every episode, right? All 129 episodes? Yep. Yeah. yeah, that was like my OCD kicking in. I, <laughs> in very few places in my life, but if I start something, I have to finish it. So like if I start a podcast, it doesn't matter how many seasons there are, I have to go back to the very first episode and I can't skip like at all. And it's very rarely do I feel that like OCD kind of kick in, but yeah, with podcasts, any TV show, if there's a TV show that I don't love, like I'm stuck with it. Like I have to finish it until it's done. And it's just, and even if I don't really want, like, I don't know something about it, I have to say, but no, I, I did. I conquered it and I listened to all episodes of tacos and I can successfully say I've never had more tacos in my life than in the last month that I have listened to your podcast. It's a life changer, <laughs> isn't it? It just kind of consumes you, you know, it takes over your whole life and now you're going to be a guest on the show. So by this time, you are, episode might already be airing but you have you know if you've listened to all 130 episodes and now like episode 131 132 you are going to be a guest and I can't wait for you to tell me exactly what you've learned over all those episodes <laughs> about about me and about tacos in Kansas I'm, City I'm very excited so <laughs> I probably that will be only because I can't stand the sound of my own voice that I don't know if I will listen to that, that episode. only because I experienced it. So I feel like right. I get the freebie of, of passing that one. Okay. All right. <laughs> Not technically skipping. You were there. You yeah, lived exactly. it. You lived it. Exactly. 
Uh, and Sari, what do you have going on? Where can people find you online? Yeah, so um, I'm on Instagram, Casey by Sari, S-A-R-I. Um, I don't have Twitter, never really got into it. So Instagram is pretty much the main thing that I'm on. Uh, still working on my photography website um, to to be up. So when I'm not working my day job and doing Kansas City things on the weekends and um, after work, I am a portrait photographer. So families, engagement, couples, done some pets. Um, so anyone, if you need some photos of anything, um, but yeah, really just the Instagram and yeah, I really post about like anything Kansas City. So I try to do all local restaurants and just things to do, places to go. I love suggestions. I love when people reach out and will tell me of a new place opening up. And um, yeah, I'm just trying to trying to go everywhere in Kansas City. That's the, that's the main goal is experience all of it. So it's, it's been really fun. All right, that was Casey, top five places to take out of town guests. Thank you so much for listening. Before we get out of here, I will recap everyone's lists real quick. I'll start off with mine. Since I'm such an uncultured piece of shit, I picked all food places. Number five, The Peanut. Number four, Local Pig. Number three, Cosmo Burger. Number two, Gates Barbecue. And number one, Garozo's. David Keith at number five had Take Them Out to Eat. At number four, he had a Royals or Chiefs game. Number three, Take Him to See the Union Station Liberty Memorial Overlook Area. Number two, the West Bottoms. And number one, the Nelson Atkins Museum. Hey, speaking of the Nelson Atkins Museum, let's go to Sari's list, who at number five had the Nelson. At number four, she had Town Topic. Number three, Extra Virgin or Farina. Any Michael Smith establishment will do. Number two, a Royals or Chiefs tailgate and number one go brewery hopping in the crossroads if you have ideas for topics we should do on future shows please let me know on social media I'm at Patrick Moore KC on Twitter and Instagram and if you haven't please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a little review it does help us out and uh, we really appreciate that as always thank you to Kansas City band Dog Lava for the music be sure to check them out on Spotify or follow them on Instagram at Dog Lava Please be sure to check out other podcasts on the Pitch Podcast Network at thepitchkc.com slash podcasts. I'm Patrick Moore. Thank you again so much for listening. We'll see you next week. I love you. This was a production of the Pitch Podcast Network. The Pitch is Kansas City's independent source for news and culture. Check out thepitchkc.com to see more podcasts from us, including information for how to subscribe to The Pitch or become a sustaining member. Story ideas or feedback? Write to tips at thepitchkc.com. Pitch in and we'll make it through.